Good morning. It is so good to have you on this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, We're glad you're worshiping with us and those who are watching on Zoom. We're glad that you're part of our service as well. Got a lot of announcements today, so um, everyone needs to pay attention. So uh, the first thing is the mission team would like to wish every or thank everyone for those who helped with our clothing drive and those who gave, uh, who made cookies for us. Uh, It was uh, pretty successful, and uh, thank you so much for your kindness and all the clothes that um, we we got and that you presented, and so thank you. Um, We do have a called congregational meeting uh, next Sunday, uh, June 5th, right after church service. It is not going to go long at all. Because no one's going to have any comments. They're just going to go, yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Um, but the, we, do have, we do have to vote on repairs, and we have, and it's kind of like we have to do it. So anyway, we'll talk more about it next week. We still need two volunteers to help with Sunday school, uh, the children's Sunday school, uh, in, beginning in June. So please see Amy McKelvey or Amanda Strupp. And also God's Light Youth Choir. They were here about five years ago. They're the youth choir from Smyrna uh, First, East, uh, First United Methodist Church <clears throat> in Smyrna, Georgia. Uh, it was a church that I served for five years, and they have a... Uh, 35, uh, 35 in their youth group that are coming up to sing for us. So that'll be Thursday, June 9th at 7. <clears throat> we will be providing uh, supper for them. So um, we will be uh, asking for volunteers next week. Are there any other announcements to be made? I think I had covered all of them. Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your presence. Where two or three are gathered, your son is here. And so, Lord, let us worship you with glad hearts. Lord, come. Come among us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good morning. I would like to read a verse from Psalm 147. It says, Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise him. Will you stand with me as we praise our majestic God?
We're going to slow it down. Um, just wanted to say something about the song we're going to sing now. Um, last week, if you remember, the orchestra played it as a prelude. And I try to sometimes sing along with the preludes, <laughs> see if I remember the words. And I thought, we've got to sing that. The words are great. And um, when we consider the first few lines here, um, how God forgave our sin and we're born again and how much he loves us, we can't help but motivate us to go beyond that. He freely gave to us and we should freely give back to him. Seated. As we come to this time of prayer concerns and praises, I wanted to lift up a prayer concern from Marlene Groff. Her son Jeff Groff and his wife Jan were in a car accident. Jan was bruised up, but she's recovering. Uh, Jeff, on the other hand, is going to be having surgery on Tuesday. Now, I did not get what kind of surgery, but please keep uh, Jeff in your prayers. Um, also, um, I, I didn't want to tell you guys, but but you're going to find out anyway. Um, Thursday, uh, I had asked some of you to call me 
for a national conference to get me out of it. Uh, my body actually did that for me. Um, I had to be taken out by, <laughs> by ambulance at national conference. Um, I had been getting dizzy and uh, nauseated. <clears throat> my heart was going to AFib. They got me to the hospital only to find out that I was dehydrated. So I got some, I, I got some IVs and yeah. So yes, for those who are asking, I am drinking water or decaf tea, but I'm, I'm drinking. I had to go fill up water. So I'm, I'm doing well now, just letting you know. Okay, that, that's all I have. Any other prayer concerns or praises that you have? Up, oh, we got one over here. Okay. Um, this is our last week of school, so I guess praise, praise and prayer for parents and James, who's going to be officially my student after this week. Um, pray for me too. <laughs> but just some extra prayers for our school on top of the normal, like closing up. We are moving and we have to be out out by June 24th and 25th, which is no small feat. Um, super thankful for Lidditz Church of the Brethren for allowing us to move on in, but it's been a journey. It's a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, um, and with our kids even, change is hard, but God's unwavering. But yeah, just pray for that transition, because it's a lot. Okay, well, uh, thank you for the reminder that we need to keep praying for our teachers and students and um, administrative staff who are finishing up school and uh, for the changes that come about. So any other? Yes. Um, I had kind of had a busy week. I want you to keep my family in your prayers. My brother was taken to the ER on Wednesday with a nosebleed and very high blood pressure. And some of you may know this too. Amanda was admitted to the hospital on Friday into Saturday after she passed out. Um, she's recovering at home right now, so keep her and us in your prayers then too, okay? Thanks. Well, we are praying for Amanda, and we're praying for your brother as well. Um, any other prayer? Con- oh, yes. Hey, praise. Next Tuesday will be the 60th winter outing anniversary of Ron and Jean Lutz. That's a praise. Well, happy anniversary, Ron and Jane, and I don't know why you guys are sitting apart, but that's okay. I know, he can't hear, so yeah, we, we, so. I don't know why either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just want to ask prayer for uh, Ron. He's going through a test this week that will be actually during our wedding anniversary day and a day before and a day after. So just pray for good results and that he can manage to get through this comfortably. Thank you. Well, we are praying for Ron um, with all the the medical issues you have, so we're praying for you. Any other? Oh, we've got one over here. I'd like to share that my grandson, Max, got his Eagle Scout Award yesterday with the Boy Scouts, and we're very proud of his, uh, what he has accomplished. Yes, thank you. Awesome. Getting Eagle Scout, that's a big honor. Any other? Uh, Amy? 
Okay, um, from Zoom, um, this is from the Beckers. They say, thank you for sharing the power of prayer this week. We see many answered prayers for Eli as he's recovering very well from being hit by a car while skateboarding. Our most sincere thanks to you and praise to God. Yep, and we're, we're glad that Eli is doing well as well. And any other... Yeah, I'd like to say um, a praise for all the volunteers that have helped out over at the Parsonage and the church grounds as well. I just want to give a big praise for that. Thank you so much. Yeah, we do want to thank all of our volunteers getting the Parsonage ready for the next pastor. Oh, yeah. My wife had a near miss with a couple of large deer on 422 a couple of days ago. And if she would have hit the deer, it wouldn't have been turn out too well, I don't think so. She was being protected, I think. Good. Well, Janice, we're glad that you missed the deers. So, yes, we're glad you're okay. Any other concerns? Lift them up. Well, then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we come to you to remember. To remember the men and women who died to let us be free as a nation. The, women, the men and women of our military who face dangers each and every day, Lord, we lift them up. We lift up the families we lift up those who maybe this is the first time that their loved one has gone home to be with you. And so, Lord, we pray that this day, the Memorial Day weekend, that we don't forget those who gave us freedom. But we also remember 2,000 years ago where you gave us our freedom by your death. By taking our sins upon the cross, Lord, we praise you. Lord, for those parents that are recovering from the shooting in Texas, Lord, we, we don't understand. But Lord, we do know that in all of this, you are there. You have not abandoned us. We acknowledge that there is evil in the world and there's much to do about it. And Lord, through the Holy Spirit, we pray that this hatred for one another will stop. That this evil will stop. And Lord, we have that promise from Revelation. We know that one day there will be no more evil. There will be no more hatred. There will be no more sin no more tears. Lord, we long for that day, but until that day, help us to keep our focus on you. So Lord, we lift up those concerns that we have mentioned, those that are recovering from surgeries, those who are, are having tests done, those who are facing surgeries, those that are recovering at home. Lord, we praise you for the near misses. 
We pray for the things that we see in our children and grandchildren. We praise you for another school year closing, and Lord, we prepare for another one. We lift up our teachers, give them strength, and refresh them this summer. Be with our children. Watch over them. And Lord, we continue to lift up this nation that one day we will return to you. So Lord, hear our prayers. We pray all of this in Christ's most holy name. Amen.
from the Gospel of John, starting with chapter 14, starting with six, verse 16. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate, who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit. He leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later he will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I have lived, you will also live. When I am raised to life, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So do not be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I'm going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really love me, you would be happy that I am going to the Father, who is greater than I am. I've told you these things before they happen, so when they do happen, you will believe. Amen. The sermon that I was doing today was not not something I had planned to do. Uh, We were going through a series, and I realized that because of what happened at Uvalde, I needed to change the sermon. And so the sermon today is that we all know someone. And whether we're facing suffering on our own or we're facing or someone else that you know, we have to be able to trust in God during these very dark days. He loves us, and he calls us because he loved us first. And while it may seem that the grief is just ongoing, it will not be forever. I cannot imagine what parents were going through are going through now when they heard the call that there was an active shooter in their school, their children's school. I can't imagine the parents who were outside waiting to see, was it my child? It brings to mind Jeremiah 31.15, a cry is heard in Ramah. Deep anguish and bitter weeping. Rachel cries and weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for her children are gone. This is the same verse 
that Matthew uses in 2.18 when Herod orders the slaughters, the slaughter of all male toddlers in Bethlehem. Jesus knew that we would be going through incredible struggles. But he promised that the Holy Spirit in turn would come and to be with us. To act as our guide, our defender, our counselor. Jesus' promise was to give us reassurance that when things go bad, we are not alone. And yes, that, that seems easy right now. But when you're going through the midst of something just as horrific as that is, at some part, at some time, we have to turn to God. Even though I have no idea Why? Why there? I do know that there is evil in this world. I do know that if the heart does not change, no amount of changing laws would do anything. I wrote this week on Facebook Pray the hearts of people through Christ will change. All the laws in the land will not change the hearts. All the laws in the Bible could not change the hearts. In Christ alone, hearts would be changed. And so, as we go and we try to minister to those that are going through an incredible heartache. We touched on it a little bit in Sunday school. Sometimes it's just to show up and to be there. A few months ago, I was with a woman who discovered her husband had committed suicide and She was beyond controllable, and the only thing I could do was just be there. There were no words. There was no words I could give her. When she asked a question, I tried to be patient and loving. Sometimes I just have to be there and cry with her. We have been called to be that kind of church. Because it's not just something I do, it's something that we do because we are believers in Christ. That means if someone is going through something horrible, you may not have the answers. But you can certainly sit and listen. This illustration comes to mind from Lisa Elliott, who is a pastor's wife whose son died of leukemia. And she writes, returning to church for the first time after her son's death. That first Sunday that she came back, it didn't go well. 
But the next Sunday she writes, I arrived at church, that first song was being sung, and made sure my path was clear before un before I could actually slip into the back of the church. A woman I knew was occupying the seat in the back pew, and when she saw my face of panic, she graciously stepped aside into the aisle and allowed me to slip into the pew. Then she quietly let me be. The next week, the same thing happened. The only difference was that she had a box of Kleenex waiting for me. And from that day on, she would save me a seat, and we would follow the same routine. What good, how good God's grace was that her name was Joy. I weeped my way through the service, then bolted for the door before, any, before anyone could come my way. The church member's willingness to be physically present without trying to fix her was an act of love that would bring a lot of comfort to a grieving mother. There are times that we want to be able to fix things. We hate, I hate it when people are upset or crying and I'm trying to fix things. And sometimes you just let them cry. There's no fixing. In 1 Peter 4, it says, The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Most, impo- most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have a gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have a gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All power and glory to him forever and ever. Amen. We, as the church, have to show the rest of the world this hostile world, how God loves. We have to remember that our hope is in Christ alone. That we know of the glorious future that we have. So when problems come up, when anxiety hits we have to be able to pray with them, sit with them. One of the things of going back to conference on that Friday was how many brothers and sisters came up and asking, how are you doing, how are you doing, what's going on? Of course, the other half was saying, are you drinking water, are you drinking water, are you drinking water? But it was all out of concern. We need to be alert to events in our lives and try to figure out how can we help. 
Sometimes there's no thinking. You see something and you just act and then pray as, as you go through something or as you're going through God, just go with me. Our greatest answer to a hurting world is that God loves you. And it's it's not just the idea of love or the expression, I love you, but actually living it out. Do we actually live out God's love every day? You know, if we're God's stewards, shouldn't we be sharing with others? I mean, God's rule is, is that we use our gifts for others. And you don't ask anything in return. We have the resources to do a lot of things and a lot of good things. But are we doing it for our glory or are we doing it for God's glory? So if you have those whatever gifts, and every one of you has a gift, maybe you have several gifts, then use them. Be confident in them. And if you are faithful, God is going to replenish your resources. Now, that may not be money. It may be just the endurance, the spiritual, spiritual endurance, because when you go through as many things as I've gone through and being with people as their loved ones dies, it takes a tremendous amount of energy. And so I constantly ask for God to replace, to, re, to replenish my soul. We are here to glorify God and to love others. Doesn't mean that we have to agree with them. Doesn't mean that we have to like what they have to say, but we do have to love them. Perhaps the most effective way in dealing with the many situations that you and I face is realizing that they are restricted to this life. Think about it. Everything that we are going on, what everything is, this whole world, the nation, it's restricted to this life. That should give us hope. That should give us peace. That should give us joy. Should strengthen our faith. Because our hope is tied to God's truth. And even if the end is upon us, we will be with God. So today, I'm we need to take time to pray for those parents. The parents who have lost their children. 
Pray for the parents whose children now have to live with guilt because they survived. Pray for the children whose children are scared to death to go back to school. The lives have turned upside down. And yet I pray that the hope in Christ will penetrate the peace and the mercy. And that there are people, after all of this is done, that will come along and just sit with them. And on a personal note, and I'm, I'm going to try to be as, as, as caring as I can in this, but those who are making a political um, stunt out of this should be ashamed. At some point, yes, you're going to have to talk about certain things, but when people and parents are grieving, you're going to have to let them grieve and not try to fix them. And for crying out loud, quit blaming the other person. The only person that we blame today is Satan. And for our own sinfulness. You and I are not perfect, but praise the Lord, we serve a perfect God. And so for, for these parents... Pray for them. This week is going to be a horrible time. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, since the very first we have been disobedient. And maybe it's not a sin to maybe our sin is not greater than other people's sin but when we do sin we separate ourselves from you so Lord help us to pray for those that are hurting and, ha- and help us how to respond to those who are hurting in our community who are going through severe things that we don't even know about. Help us to keep our eyes open. Lord, we pray for healing. And that healing can be a very long time. But you have not abandoned us. We live in a sinful world and the only way that we can achieve peace to achieve love is through a changed heart. So Lord, we pray through the power of the Holy Spirit, through Christ alone, that hearts will change, that evil will finally be destroyed, and that you would come, that your kingdom would come. Lord, we cry with those that are hurting. So Lord, help us to be forgiving, 
to stand on truth and to show grace and to everywhere to glorify your name. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Let us pray. Gracious Lord, let us not forget your sacrifice to make us free. So Lord, help us with that freedom to serve you and to serve others with joy. Help us to love you and to love others. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you.